0: Good afternoon, good evening, and hello. I am the Tiger King joined by Propeller Head and the Real Hog fan. I am back this week. I can talk. I'm ready to talk baseball. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a good, good show tonight. And honestly, enough uh, jib jab or whatever you want to say. Let's let's get this thing rolling. <laughs> All right, we are officially live and ready to go. Um, Before we really get into things, we want to tip our hats to University of Kentucky and the University of Louisville. They have postponed their games um, as a result of the unfortunate mass shooting that occurred yesterday in Louisville. Um, It's the second one in three weeks that's been national news, and it's absolutely heartbreaking. And I know, Chris, you got some stuff you would like to say.
1: Yeah, uh, just wanted to throw this out there for anybody that's watching. If you ever have uh, thoughts of suicide or anything of that nature, please feel free to reach out to any one of the three of us. Uh, we are all available day or night. If you need if you need somebody to talk to, you can reach out to us, or you could also call the uh, Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, which is now a three digit number nine eight eight rather than the 1-800 number that they used to have. Uh, If you ever are in need of help, please reach out to somebody. Do not be ashamed of having to reach out. I think uh, far too many people ignore the signs and bad things happen as a result. Mm -hmm. Uh, But please uh, reach out to any of us if you ever feel the need that you need to talk to somebody. And and with that, um, let's start talking baseball.
0: Yes. Ah yes. Baseball. What so, do we know good about baseball this week?
1: <laughs> um well since you're an L S U fan, Paul Skeens is uh, a big household name now. So let's yes. talk about some ERA numbers. How's he doing on ERA?
0: Oh, he's doing pretty dang good. He's got a one point one four. Unfortunately, it shot up um against South Carolina this past weekend. Mm-hmm. He um he allowed his first-ever home run hit off of him at LSU, and then that followed up with an additional home run hit on him. But in the three innings that he pitched, he had eight strikeouts, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, and seeing these numbers from him, are, it, obviously, everybody knows, we've talked about schemes pretty much every episode. Mm-hmm. dude's killing it can't really mm-hmm. complain at all. I mean, the guy's awesome, but yep. really on this list though, this Simon Miller kid from UTSA, he's kind of there. He's there. He's pretty much their closer. I mean, he'll, he'll pitch some extended outings, but he is lights out. I mean, he's, I mean, I mean, he's not unhittable, mm. but man, his placement on his pitches is amazing. I've seen him twice this year and I'm just blown away. I it's, and it's no slight towards UTSA, but I'm very shocked that someone that's performing like he is, is at UTSA and not at a bigger school.
1: Well, that that mm-hmm. kind of opens up the the discussion. Uh, will he follow the Paul Skeens route and maybe transfer to a big name school?
0: Might. He, he very well could. Um, I'm sure that um, the three teams that we support would all welcome him with open arms.
1: Wow, no questions that.
0: asked.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't mind taking the uh, uh, guy from Loops right down the road from Vanderbilt, uh, Noah Thompson, sitting right? right there, one three six. That's not mm-hmm. anything to sneeze at either.
0: No. I mean, the amazing the amazing fact about all this is each of these pitchers have thrown over thirty five innings. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, if they were, if it was early in the season, they had like 20 innings. That's one thing. But when you're at this many and you're going like this, that's that's definitely the telltale signs that you're probably going to have a really, really good season.
1: Well, Grant Rogers with 57 innings there.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's crazy.
2: That's what I was going to say. I mean, Grant with 57 innings, and then you got Paul Skeens right behind him with 47. I mean, to be at 114 with 47 innings pitched is just ridiculous. Um absolutely that's, just, that's another level.
1: So what what about home runs? Is anybody hitting home runs off of these guys?
0: Um, you know, that's a good question. Um, I know we got these guys right here. Um, mm-hmm. it's Ethan uh Petri or Petrie, Petrie, I believe you say his last name. He uh he's the one that hit the first one off skeins, and let me just tell you, the way he hit that ball and his, his bat flip, which it was not a disrespectful bat flip in any way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was all in one motion. It was, I'm not going to lie, it was beautiful. It really was. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was a bomb. It really was. And then Gavin Cassis, I mean, <sighs> that guy, good.
1: I, I don't even want to talk about Gavin <laughs> But yeah. to be fair, you know, he, he didn't work his way into a starting role. He did play a little bit at Vanderbilt last year. He suffered a knee injury, sat out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know why he decided to transfer because I think he was going to be the starting first baseman at Vanderbilt this year, but, you know, kind of, kind of peeking down the road a little bit Mm. uh, this weekend, Vanderbilt in South Carolina, and you got uh, two of the top six guys in the nation and home runs with Cassis <laughs> at 15 and Petrie at 15. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there might be some balls flying out of Hawkins this weekend. Yes. Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
3: that's,
2: that's, a, that's a major tip of the hat to South Carolina. I mean, for them to be where they are now, and uh, you, there's no question. Nobody can look at them and go, oh, no, they're a pretender. No, they're not. They gave LSU all they could handle, and yeah. – yes uh, we can get into that whole deal where the game got canceled whatever but right now we're, we're focusing on this i mean they got two guys that are in the top six in home runs that's a major tip of the cap to south carolina i mean they are sure. some major ball players
0: yeah and, and it's not like they you know they slowed up on their home runs against lsu i mean they nope they, it was business as usual for them especially game one and I mean, yeah, did the rain have an effect on it? Well, I'm sure it did. But, mm-hmm. I mean, both teams are capable of doing that. So, I mean, hats off to South Carolina because they played a mm-hmm. heck of a game. And, honestly, game two they played they played really good too. Um, LSU's pitching was just very questionable in that, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And,
1: and I don't want to throw this guy any slight. Uh, I know one of our admins in College Baseball Smack is uh, – a uh, big Jacksonville U supporter. Uh, we hear about Chris Armstrong all the time. Here he mm-hmm. is, second in the nation with 17 home runs.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: kid's going to go high in the draft. I really mm-hmm.
0: think he does. Oh, for so. sure. For sure. And then, obviously, the leader in home runs, um, Jack Otani, if you want to call him that. Mm-hmm. Lane, yeah, mm-hmm. now. Doing- now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so his, his performance the other day. <laughs> so,
1: speaking of Cags, you know, I was starting to buy the hype,
0: mm.
1: but after what, I've, what I saw on Sunday, I actually am starting to lean into the camp where I think Florida is doing a disservice by pitching him on Sunday, letting him play the field. Mm-hmm, uh, sure. uh, you know, because you're taking away from what he can really do if he focuses on just one aspect of the game.
0: Absolutely. And and that's pretty much yeah. what they've done with Skeens. I mean, because let's be real, Skeens was batting. He would probably be on this list right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm very thankful that he's not hitting because.
2: No. And I'll,
0: I'll take a guy throwing that many strikeouts. Right. Over some home runs any day.
2: Yep. Defense, defense is what wins you ball games most of the time, and Absolutely. it's all about outlasting your 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 opponent. And uh, Paul Skeens has proven time time again that he can go deep. And yeah, I, I mean that. I yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. If you took the best Arkansas pitcher we have and decided to go, oh, he's gonna he's gonna bat this week. That's a major mistake. Um, and so. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I, I would take a pitcher all day long. I don't care if it's my home run leader. Um, if he can throw pitches and get eight to ten strikeouts a game, oh, absolutely, he's pitching.
0: Absolutely. So, And,
1: and speaking of hitting, uh, not all of this has been done with hitting, mm. but there is a player out there that has reached base safely in a hundred and two straight games, that is—that's unheard of. That's, yeah, it's unreal. Uh,
0: major kudos.
1: Yeah, really. In this
0: day and age, I mean that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it just doesn't happen. I mean he's a redshirt senior. He's sitting over three hundred. He's the leader on the team. I mean, I mean honestly, God, truth. When you look at his picture, mm-hmm. he looks like he's like thirty years old. He looks like mm-hmm. he's the head coach. To be yep. honest but (laughs) yeah, Brian
2: out there right now.
0: I mean, he's the road warrior for him. I mean, he is amazing. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I was, I was nervous by me. I made this graphic today, earlier today about probably around lunchtime. And I Mm -hmm. was like, you know what? I'm going to make this and he's not going to hit that streak. Mm -hmm. And thankfully he did. When Chris made the post that said he he got the walk, I was so happy. Mm -hmm.
1: And, and just to be, uh, it was straightforward about that. The 102 straight games actually does set the NCAA record at mm-hmm. a, that was once held by uh, Mark Payton at Texas. Wow. So that goes back a few years.
0: Oh, yeah. hmm Yeah. Such a cool, cool, cool feat. Yeah. That being said, while this is impressive. hmm is it the most impressive thing that we've seen in baseball this uh, in the last week? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know about that, I and, know and I hate that. It's I crazy know. to say that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I'm going to bring this graphic up now. This happened in Division Two baseball, University of Indianapolis. Well, you mm-hmm. guys can read. But Brady Ware did the most impossible t- thing you could ever do in baseball by hitting the yep. cycle and throwing a no-no. I mean, that just does not happen.
2: That will never happen again. This is a once in a generational type deal. We will never see this again in college baseball.
0: Sure. And the fact that he was four for four, you know, not like four for six or something like that, like right. legit just did. I mean, that's if there's ever like when I hear the definition of being on your a game, mm-hmm. this is your a plus 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 game right here.
2: Yeah. You you better you better send that stat sheet off to somewhere to make a mold to put that on your wall and hang it forever because this will never happen again. I mean that is no, that is unheard of. That those stats right there, and uh, I mean, if, if I'm Brady, where I'm on I'm on cloud nine with that, and I will carry that around in my back pocket till the day I die. Look what I did. Absolutely. This is what I did
0: right here. Look at this. <laughs> absolutely such an impressive feat oh
3: man so
0: and speaking of teams that aren't the big d1 schools i guess we can get into the mid-major top 25 now
2: yeah let's do it yeah.
0: and it's about time the campbell campbells camels god try to say campbell camels 100 times in a row geez yeah, yeah, um yeah. They are on another level. They really are. Mm -hmm. They're a great team. Mm -hmm. This week, they've split their midweek series with Coastal, which obviously makes sense for them being one and two. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my bone to pick still is, uh, like I was telling you guys, was Cal State Fullerton because, Mm -hmm. well, I've been on the Fullerton train since the beginning of the season, and I'm very happy. At least, at least I see they're ranked and respected. But I, I think Cal State's a top twenty-five caliber team. But that's Mm -hmm. a That's a debate for another time. Um, Are there any of these teams on here that stick out to you?
1: Uh, For me, Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, For me, last year, they seemed to be a senior heavy team. Mm -hmm. I I didn't expect them to be as good as what they are this year. Uh, But here they are sitting at number five in the uh, mid-majors. They're number 20 Mm -hmm. in the D1 poll overall. Mm -hmm. and actually got a huge win today over Boston College. Uh, Wow. No, actually, it was – well, I saw the scores earlier. They played two games today, I think.
0: Oh, geez. Mm. You think they still won Arkansas?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I saw where they beat Boston College, and then – now I'm seeing they played Bryant and Boston College played Harvard, <laughs> so I'm not sure James. what's going on there.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, they played Bryant.
0: God, almighty.
1: So that was just, that was just bad uh, graphic I saw earlier. <laughs> hmm. So I'll take being corrected. <laughs> 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 but That's yeah, Connecticut, Connecticut. I mean, they are better than what I thought they'd be. Uh, but that's a program that invested some money a few years back and being in the location they are, Mm -hmm. they can peel some of that Northeastern talent that typically goes to schools like Vanderbilt and the sec schools. So I think they're, I think they're onto something and, uh, it's good to see them back up there this year. Yeah.
2: Um, the one that sticks out to me is, is UTSA. Um, I mean, to see them, you know, sitting where they are. Um, I mean, we saw the graphic of ERAs. I mean, to have a a pitcher on there with 50 with 36 innings pitched and sitting at number eight and oh, by the way, they just went into Texas A&M and beat them, uh, Mm -hmm. home five to one. They keep pitching wow. the way they are. They keep moving up this ranking, um, and I think uh, I, I, I would I would say that they stick out the most for me just because they have a lot of potential to be right up there with um, you know the top ones, twos, and threes um, easily. If they keep pitching the way they are, man, it's they're going to be a tough, tough team uh, moving into you know the later part of the year.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: And speaking of the mid majors rankings,
3: mm-hmm.
1: what you're fixing to see in this next graphic is a lot of the mid major teams are on this graphic Xavier's, the Fairleigh Dickinson's, the yep. Dallas Baptist, Morehead mm-hmm. the State. There's not a single Power Five team on here no. that's won six in a row or
0: more. Yep. That's so. crazy wow yeah.
1: that, that I'm, very,
0: I'm very curious to see what Xavier does over the next few games yeah that's definitely a great great turnaround for them mm-hmm yep.
1: I did I did see yeah. one of the uh, field of 64 projections come out this week that had uh Xavier in Nashville with Vanderbilt um, I think wow. we've seen that before uh, and Of the, of the four teams in the Nashville regional, two of them had been there before and they had us paired with Louisville as if that's not a surprise, like that's never happened before. Mm, (laughs) mm -hmm. uh, Xavier, uh, I still have hard feelings about the, about them because, uh, in 2016, uh, many of you remember that, uh, that was the year that Donnie Everett drowned uh, the night mm. before the regional started, mm-hmm. and our second game where we went zero two in the regional. But the second game, Vanderbilt was leading Xavier. I think it was seven to two going into the seventh inning, and seventh inning stretch, they did a a little segment on Donnie Everett. Uh, which included the video of him throwing 101 on his first pitch at uh, Hoover. Yeah. And the team just absolutely lost it. They were emotional. Mm-hmm. And Xavier came back and won that game. Mm-hmm. It just broke our hearts. <laughs> I, I have some yeah. hard feelings about that yet. <laughs> Still haven't gotten over it.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: But well, while, we're, um, while we're on the topic of street. Somebody's on a four-game win streak, Mm. and that four-game win streak might have earned them a reward this week. Hmm. For sure.
3: Cavaliers. Yeah.
0: They've actually been one of the more consistent teams in the country all year, too. Mm
2: -hmm. Yep, and it hasn't mattered who they played either um no it really happened because when you think oh nope, they're going to get beat by this team this week Nope, (laughs) they come out and they just they they just play virginia baseball
1: and yep
2: they have been very very strong very consistent and they're going to be a tough tough outcome regionals
1: and and Mm -hmm. beating miami the way they did I don't think anybody saw that coming because Mm -mm. Miami was trending in the right direction at the time and Virginia was coming off of a tough luck series where that, that they had lost. Mm -hmm. And I don't think many people expected Virginia to, I mean, they just dominated the entire series.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Now, after we talked about the broom there, I don't know about you guys but i've got some uh, gears to grind. Mm-hmm. and you know what really grinds my gears a mm. cheater
4: mm-hmm. you know what
0: really really grinds my my gears <laughs> someone that doesn't own up to it mm. and what really 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 grinds my uh, gears is a pandering video that someone would approve to release that is the absolute biggest joke i have ever heard yeah and leading into that I'm gonna go ahead and throw the graphic up. UCF, what the hell, man? Oh yeah, I man. mean, <sighs> like yeah. I get it. Like you know, you want to win. You want to win ball games. You want to, you know. I I get it. But come on, do it right, Greg Lovely, dude. Mm-hmm. Joke, such mm-hmm. a joke. I mean, mm-hmm. like acting like you're not gonna know your team is using illegal bats. Come on, bro. Like seriously.
2: I mean. Give them the whole daggum dirty laundry basket. Um, yes, they don't deserve the sock, they need the whole thing, they need every jock strap known to man in Alabama's locker room. I mean, awful, <laughs> awful, 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 awful. I see what um, you did there. <laughs> yeah, I what, like that. I like that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I come up with some things every once in a while, but um, no, I, I you, that, that cannot happen in baseball, it can't, no. Right? Um, especially college baseball. There's no room for it. Um, and as a coach, to just straight up lie about it is even worse. I mean... Absolutely. Sure, you can cheat, own up to cheat. But then what gets me even worse is a cheater that lies about it. And mm-hmm. that's what we're seeing. We're seeing an absolute joke of a coach saying, oh, I didn't know. Oh, come on. You knew... There's no possible way – Yeah, I mean, strip me naked and, and throw me out in the middle of, of the traffic if if that guy didn't know uh, that his players were um, using illegal bats. I mean, you don't – so you're telling me as a coach you don't know what bats your players are using? I don't buy that one minute.
0: Yep. That being uh, said, let me just say I would prefer not to have you stripped naked and thrown out in traffic. I mean, throw you <laughs> out in traffic all day. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, nobody
2: wants to see that, trust me. Nobody. Yeah, that yeah, what grinds my forgetting to put oil in my car. Well, that's uh yeah, I mean that would grind your gears. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who was
3: Who was the comedian back was, in uh, the nineties? That was good.
1: That... He'd start. He'd do like like a little fifteen minute segment uh, in the mornings, and he would he would always started off with "What grinds my gears? What uh, really go- gets my goat?"
2: <laughs> uh, I don't remember.
1: Earl Pitts. There you go. <laughs> and, and he used to sign off on his uh, little ramble on his little ranch every day with pitch off america
2: uh, <laughs> yeah uh, I, I i try to i try to larry cable guy it, you know um just matter than a legless ethiopian running down a hill chasing after a donut that kind of thing i mean that's okay <laughs> you, okay
1: you, you, for that you, when you get the the laughing uh, emojis <laughs>
2: I mean, you you can't you can't you that that kind of stuff is is what I try to go after. But I'm I'm, I'm serious. UCF, you deserve the whole daggum laundry basket, um, absolutely, because that's that's just uncalled for, terrible. And I hope the NCAA takes swift action because they deserve it.
1: Well, speaking of that, unfortunately, the NCAA does not have a policy on illegal bats. Um. The only policy: the the bat in question, if it's caught during a game, gets taken into custody by the referee or the officials, and at the end of the series, the umpires give it back to the team that it came from. Hmm. And there's nothing to say that they don't try and get this thing back in a game. I don't know how many bats were involved, but there's really no protocol. There's no accountability. And in my opinion, it's time for the NCAA to address that and put some real teeth into their rules about uh, using dockered bats or unapproved bats.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, hundred percent agree. That's that's (laughs) like giving Tom Brady back his deflated footballs. I mean, that that's you can't you can't just do that. If if it's illegal, it should be illegal and. Okay, it's illegal, but here's your bat back. Like, what? I don't understand. So, don't, there,
1: <laughs> there, there's a story behind that. Oh, um, gosh. Is there? So, back during football season, there's a guy on YouTube that does uh, South Carolina football. Mm. His name is Carolina Jack- Jackpot.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And he hosts this YouTube thing with a Clemson fan. And they just go back and forth, and they were giving me some grief one night because I was saying Vanderbilt was going to beat South Carolina and all this. Mm-hmm. And they have a call in number for their live show. <laughs> so my guy Anthony Handy uh, decided to call in one night, and he does voiceovers, and he's one <laughs> of the best. He's one of the best I've ever heard doing voiceovers and stuff and imitations. And he called in, pre- pretending to be Cat Williams on this live YouTube mm. broadcast, mm-hmm. and that's where that's where all that comes from. It was hilarious. Uh, if I can find the link, I'll send it to you guys. You definitely do. I, I appreciate uh, Anthony waving his hand at me. <laughs> and and while we're at it, uh, I did see somebody comment on. Uh, Cody's personal page, where the video is also being played. Uh, Jody Robinson, uh, mm-hmm. one of our one of our dedicated fans that watches this every single week. I, I, We really appreciate that and love your comments. Absolutely,
0: he knows more than all three of us combined about baseball. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: he was a coach. What do you expect?
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So. While we uh, kind of regroup and get ready to move on to some other things, uh, let's get a word from uh, one of our sponsors tonight.
4: All right, so I'm a baseball guy, and my goal is to actually see a game in every Major League Baseball stadium. Now, I'm more than a third of the way there, and I never buy from the team's websites. SeatGeek is my first stop whenever I'm heading to a new city for a ball game. Now, obviously they've got some other sports as well as concert tickets, Broadway, comedy, I mean, you name it. And now for BSN listeners, they're actually offering you 20 bucks off your first ticket purchase. So just use the code BSN, that stands for Variety Sports Network. So that's BSN to save 20 bucks. So put that to use for some food or for some drinks at whatever event you are wanting to attend. Again, that code is BSN to save 20 bucks on your first SeatGeek purchase.
1: Boom! Love Seat Geek. Uh, If you've never used them, they're uh, they're absolutely fun to use.
0: Absolutely. Hmm. Yes.
1: So, let's talk about some games. Let's do it. Yes. Let so, it. we'll get into our uh, conference talk first. Okay. Uh, okay. You want to? You want to go ACC?
2: Absolutely. Let's do A C C why not.
1: So uh the current standings I believe Virginia is first in the coastal at eleven and mm-hmm. four, followed mm-hmm. by North Carolina at eight and five. They're two games behind. Hmm. Uh starting to open up a little distance. Uh Virginia's got the three game sweep over Miami and lead them by three games. So mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to get technical, they're up by four games on Miami, starting to get a little distance there. Mm-hmm. And then over the Atlantic, I mean, it's not even competition <coughs> right here. No, Wake Forest, Forest running away with that.
2: Good Lord. Yeah.
1: Yep. As our, as our good friend Randy Jowers likes to call them, Rake Forest. Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> Twenty nine and four. I mean, that's ridiculous. Um. Yeah. Uh it, it, they are running away with the competition there. Louisville seven and five. And then you got Boston College behind them. I mean Rake Forest is definitely the, the team to beat in that conference.
1: Sure. One team I one team I wanted to talk about is uh Florida State. Mm. Um yes, they're struggling. They're four and eleven in the conference, thirteen nineteen overall. Mm-hmm. They've got some decent talent, but there's not enough talent there to compete with some of these uh, other programs mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Sure. But they also got a first-year coach mm-hmm. in Link Jarrett coming from Notre Dame. And I'm a firm believer that if you give link Jarrett two or three years at Florida State, he's going to have them right back where they were previously. Oh, sure. And currently, I think, don't they lead the nation with uh, 42 straight NCAA tournaments?
0: I believe so,
2: actually. hmm I think and, so, yeah.
1: And to put that in perspective, Vanderbilt is second at, I believe, they're at 18.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, mean,
1: there's a gap there.
2: <laughs> yes. And, and like we said, I mean, we touched on it last week, Chris. Florida State, they just got to hit the reset button. They just gotta regroup, reset. You know, Link Jarrett's gonna have his hands full trying to get it turned around. Can he do it this week this this year? Um to try and get him some wins on the column, you know, before the end of the year. Who knows? But I'm with you. He'll get that program turned around and they'll be right back in the mix.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now if we go to the big ten, I wanna ask you guys this. Hmm. If you had to guess who is last place in the Big 10 without looking.
2: Last place? Hmm. Uh
1: Northwestern.
0: No. What? What if I told you Northwestern is actually middle of the pack right now?
2: <laughs> no way. Yes. Oh, that's a train wreck.
0: <laughs>
2: and really? honestly,
0: Northwestern is technically still in the hunt in the conference.
2: Oh my gosh. I I just pulled it up. That I would have never said them. I would have never I said I was that. shocked. I was shocked. Well, yeah, and look, they're what? on a four game winning streak. But they oh. can't win in their own conference.
1: Wow. I think, I think they lost they lost today. Oh
2: well oh, it hasn't have- updated, did they? It hasn't updated yet.
0: The fact that Northwestern is Iowa.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) That's insane.
1: uh, You got to look at their score from today.
2: (laughs) Uh Who? Penn State? Let's see here. (laughs) Jesus.
0: Uh, Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh my lord! I thought, I thought football season was over. My <laughs> goodness!
1: UIC with 19 hits scores t- 24 runs, and Northwestern with 17 hits puts up 20 runs. <laughs>
0: All right, I'm just going to say that? it now, and I don't, I don't like saying this, but Northwestern is officially in the lead to be our dirty sock recipient 18? for next week. Oh if you score 20 goodness. runs in a game, you should not lose that game ever oh my gosh that.
2: yeah it well and technically that game isn't over yet because I just refreshed it it says northwest it says 24 to 18 top of the ninth. I've I refreshed it again it doesn't say final on mine um, okay. yeah my, my, mine says
0: it just went
1: final
2: yeah oh, I got no, I got their no, no,
0: box
1: no. score pulled up
2: <laughs> oh well on God D1 my. it doesn't show final yet that's insane. I mean, that's
1: just if that's you can't win just, scoring
2: kinda... twenty runs, that's there. You got a problem.
1: I, Both I, teams I, had ten walks.
2: Oh my god! There's no pitching on either team. That's uh, wow. Mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. Oh, and in twenty three of the twenty four runs for UIC were earned. Oh my gosh! Mm. Ouch. <laughs> You can't go to the
2: snack bar, you'll miss a run. My lord, you miss like six. If you got up, it'd be seven to eight, and then you turn around and it's like twenty to (laughs) twenty to eighteen and
1: it's like what happened? Oh my goodness. Wow. That's just
0: now my thing is can Indiana continue their run in the conference and actually Mm -hmm. pull this thing out. Yeah, I mean, I, it's seven and two. I mean, that's, that's really good. They've been playing
2: some good ball, that's for sure. And Michigan State is right behind them, though. And they've been playing some good ball also. We'll see.
1: And keep an eye on that Maryland squad that was uh, top 20 in the preseason.
3: Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: Uh, took two out of three against Iowa and took two out of three against a Rutgers team that a lot of people thought was going to be pretty decent this year. They mm-hmm. seem to be on the struggle bus, too.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And then you go to the Big 12, and honestly, that's, nothing really surprised me in their rankings. No, that's just a cluster. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now, that conference, anyone in the top, let's see, one, three, four, five, six. anyone in the top seven in that conference right now could legitimately make a case to win I will not give Baylor credit and say they can because Baylor is not
1: not very good. No, 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 no. And I'm not putting Oklahoma in that discussion either.
2: No. And that's a shame, too,
0: because Mm -hmm. Oklahoma, they should be better than what they are. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost a lot of people off that team last year. But, But
0: man,
1: that's (sighs) – Even even Kansas at 15 and 15. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you got to feel like they're still in it. Absolutely. Even at five, and they're four, only back one game.
2: Uh, yeah, an old Rock Riggio in Oklahoma State still hanging in there. Although they're yeah. fighting a two-game losing streak,
1: but and and don't look, don't look too far because TSU started out the season really, really good. Yeah. Face some injuries. they Are starting to uh-huh. get some of their starting to mm-hmm. get some of those guys back and they're starting to tick it back up again
0: yeah, yeah. Man, that's crazy mm-hmm. Let's
1: see here. you want to go you want to go pack 12 next
0: oh yeah Let's
2: see what uh pack 12's got cooking there's uh
0: well there's... this doesn't surprise me Mm-mm. at all no. Stanford and Arizona State leading the way with USC right behind? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mentioned it last week. The one that surprises me is Oregon State.
0: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Two-game winning streak. But I, you know, but to be honest, just looking at I mean, just a quick glance, teams that I think that you've got to keep an eye on in this conference are definitely Washington even Arizona. I don't think Arizona is going to win the conference by any stretch, but no. them being at five and 10 in conference right now, I think that would definitely change.
2: Yep. Um, I, th- I think they get over 500
0: by the end of the year. Sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Stanford, though, at 10 and two in conference, I like seeing that from them. They're, that's really expected, to yeah. be honest, because um, that team's got the talent to be an home for, There's no question about it.
2: And who did I say that uh, they lost to? Um, One of the teams we were talking about earlier, and I don't remember where it was. Who it was?
0: Oh, Texas Tech.
2: Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, eleven to two.
2: Yeah, that was uh, that was very surprising because Stanford. I don't know if they just forgot to get on the bus, but um, that's (laughs) that's a phenomenal baseball team, and absolutely, that losing streak will not be there very long
1: at all. No, no, not at all. And if you look at Oregon State, you know, they took the series against Washington. Yep, They've taken the series against Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they starting to find their stride a little bit? Seems like it. Because you know, that's two good series wins right there
0: for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then we move on to the Southeastern Conference. Our favorite one to talk about, <laughs> um, you NAC. know. This is. <laughs> this, oh, I
1: will
2: good say, old SEC. Do
1: they even know how to play baseball in the SEC?
2: Nah, nah <laughs> I mean, never. no, no, we don't. We we have no idea. I think baseball is a foreign concept to the Southeastern Conference.
0: I really think this weekend can become a real separation weekend.
2: Yes. Oh yeah. Exactly with that. that.
0: I think Agreed. that um, I mean, honestly, like Kentucky, I think this is where they officially start their after those two losses to Georgia the other day. I think this is where their backtrack starts. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee is at the point right now where it's dangerous. You know, right? It is. It, it genuinely yeah. is because their schedule does not get any easier. And
3: yeah,
0: in all honesty, I even said this to Randy the other day. I mean. There's a chance they don't even hit 500 in conference at the end of
2: the year, just because of their schedule. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, they they've a, got shame. they've got a mountain to climb, and I mean, we might as well talk about it since Arkansas is sitting at the top. It, that's that's really an asterisk for me because LSU didn't get a chance to try and tie that up. Um, yeah, and I and I'm an Arkansas fan, but I got to give credit where credits due. They should have been able to play that game against South Carolina. Sure. They should have been able to eat to to keep that series from being even. And I, I I'm a big proponent of those type of series games. You don't end in a tie. You don't end in a split. You figure out a way to play the game because it affects conference standings. And Arkansas took the lead because they took two out of three against Ole Miss, but in all actuality I believe it would have been tied with LSU because I think LSU would have pulled it out against South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Um, But here we are. So you got the top two sitting there. um, And then, of course, Arkansas brings in Tennessee this week. That'll be a tough series. Um, It will be. Depends on how that's going to play out. But, um, you know, Tennessee's got a mountain to climb with a schedule. And, uh, you know, Alabama sitting right, right where you anticipated them to be, Chris. Um, you know, they're in four and eight in the conference, and they started out rock solid, and the yep. wheels have kind of fallen off for Alabama.
0: Absolutely. It's truly a shame. Um, mm-hmm. I think a team to really watch out for right now is Texas A&M. I think that that's a team that's on the rise. They're playing some really good baseball lately, really and – I really, I really think that they're going to put themselves in big-time contention in the West this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think LSU wins the series with Kentucky, but I think that um, this is a weekend where they they need a sweep. I don't, mm. I don't, th- I, and I think they know that. And yeah. um, but with like Arkansas and Tennessee, I mean that's that's a, that's a great matchup. That really is. But Tennessee yeah. has to get aggressive at the plate. Yep, I mean, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. They they just have to get aggressive at the plate. They got to well, give their pitching. They got to give them mm-hmm. some you know some time to relax a little bit because yes, this whole not getting on base thing. I mean, I guess far last weekend. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just I I felt bad for Tennessee because yeah. I mean, and Rand and I mean, if you if you saw the chat where Randy was chiming in, I mean, it was it's frustrating to see yeah. and. Tennessee's yep. got a lot of talent offensively. They just, yep. they've got to put it together. I don't know if that means shuffle the lineup a little bit or mm-hmm. what, but they, they, they need something. And unfortunately, playing Arkansas is not an easy task to get that done.
2: No. No. And I, I agree with that. And, and, you know, they're going to see Hunter Holland on the mound first game of the series. And it's going to be Dolander versus Holland. And we saw, Hunter Holland against Paul Skeens earlier in the year mm-hmm. and Hunter Holland delivered. He went blow Absolutely. for blow with him. Um, and I believe he'll go blow for blow with Dolander. and it's going to be a tough, tough first game for both teams. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it all, it, the, the, the entire weight of that game falls on Tennessee's hitting. I agree with you hundred percent. Can they step up to the plate and string some base hits together it doesn't have to be extra base on balls it doesn't have to be extra base hits it just needs to be stringing together solid Mm -hmm. base hits to get the pitcher off his rhythm and Mm -hmm. we'll see if they can actually do that i know we're getting kind of ahead of ourselves because we're not picking games yet but um you know that's it's uh it's going to be interesting and old miss in the west sitting at two and ten what happened what happened to Ole Miss? The title the contender Bianco last effect. year? I mean, yeah. Is it the Bianco effect? Is that what it is? Or is it just
0: something else? I don't know. I mean, and can you justify actually firing a coach a season after winning yeah. a College World Series? That's
2: that's the question on everybody's mind. I, I said it. Chris, you, you remember last week. I said that series with Arkansas would be tough because they always – somehow find a way to play us tough. And I've said it was a trap series. I was pleasantly surprised when we pulled it out. Well, we almost yeah. didn't. Um, and I, I don't I don't know what the answer is for Ole Miss. They don't look like they have the – they don't look – I hate to say this, but they don't look like they have the talent to compete with the SEC. For some reason, I don't know if, yeah. if something happened, uh, if – you know, too many guys left, or what? Because I don't, I don't follow their roster or whatever, but they just don't look like a complete baseball team. And so,
1: so one of the, one of the things with Ole Miss is uh, Hunter Elliott did go down with an injury preseason. Yep. yep. Uh, word word that I've heard is that he may be back in a week or two. Hmm. If they okay. get him back, that's a huge addition to that baseball team. Oh, absolutely. That sure. changes your entire pitching rotation as mm-hmm. well as your bullpen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a big part of their problem is the pitching issue. Uh,
2: yeah, and when when your pitching is the issue, your whole team doesn't have confidence, and that's that's the problem with Ole Miss right now. They have no confidence. Um. So, so anyway,
1: yeah, and wanted to address this real quick. Uh, where are you finding the conference standings? So what what we will do. When we're looking this stuff up, uh, we go to d one baseballcom mm-hmm. and when you when you get there, it'll have links at the top like scores, teams, rankings, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, if you hover your uh, mouse over teams, you can click on conferences, and then it'll it'll bring up the whole list of conferences. You just click on whichever one you want to look at. So uh, that's how we do that and have it at at our uh, disposal so quickly.
0: Yes. Or you can also go on Google and just type in conference of your choice and just hit baseball standings and the conference website will actually have it populate on there as well.
1: So,
2: Yes, Chris taught me that and that was very helpful.
1: So one of the the things uh, me and Randy have talked about, uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, it's Randy Jowers. He's a co-host of an Off the Bench podcast with uh, Mm -hmm. Jim Cross. Uh, They do a fantastic job over there. Uh, Randy's part of the team here. Even though he's not always on video, he'll jump in every once in a while. Uh, Greatly appreciate him doing that.
0: Everybody um, knows Jeezy. let's be real.
1: Right, (laughs) But uh,
2: ain't easy being Jeezy looking at
1: (laughs) looking at the Tennessee schedule. They could be hard pressed to even get to 13 wins if they don't if they don't turn it around. Yep. And at 13 wins in the SEC, you're very much in danger of not even getting an invite to the uh, uh, field of 64,
2: which is crazy
1: to me there may be, I think there's only one or two teams in the SEC that's ever gotten in with 13 wins. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a couple of years ago, Florida got in with 14. There was a mm-hmm. lot of debate about that. But, yeah. you know, if they if they don't turn it around quick, they could, yeah. they could be in some serious trouble.
0: They would yeah. need a strong showing in Hoover, to be honest, to yes. justify getting yes. in potentially. And yep. I hate to say that.
2: Yep. I, I mean, but to to be honest, did any of us ever think that we'd be talking about Tennessee or even bring up the fact that they may not be in the field of 64? Because I promise not you I Not
0: a chance.
2: I mean – I had it, a number it, two
0: preseason, so, yeah, no, no chance. Yeah.
2: To me, honestly, out of all of the teams in the SEC, Tennessee is the most surprising. I thought Tennessee would be right up there at the top, vowing for that top spot with Vanderbilt. And running away with the competition with the way that they played last yeah. year, and for some reason it has not come together for them.
0: Yeah, I thought the pitching would be the savior for them, but yeah. unfortunately, it that the pitching staff there's too much pressure being put on them, mm-hmm. and it showed. Mm-hmm.
1: So one one of the things I I look at is their bats aren't as active as they were last year, mm-hmm. which. Last year, they had the active bats, a lot of big innings where your pitchers were getting time between innings where it just wasn't one, two, three, you're back out there.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that makes a huge difference. It's far more taxing if you're not having those big innings to get your pitchers a little bit of a breather between innings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, that's that was one of the questions I had for Tennessee coming in was – where are the bats going to come from? Because the pitching is good, and the pitching's keeping them in some of these games.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: but the the surprise team for me, if I'm being honest, I, I I'm surprised with Vanderbilt because if you look at what they did non conference, mm-hmm. they really really struggled at the plate. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, I agree. You know, they had some. One nothing wins and two to nothing wins and three to three to ones and you know they didn't score a lot of runs and at this point in the conference season they're the only team that's scored a hundred runs. Yep. But when you have a game where you put up twenty six, it's easy to do that. Sure. But for me, sitting at eleven and one, now you got South Carolina coming in. Mm-hmm. If you can win that series, and I'm not saying sweep it, if you can win it, you open up a little bit more gap, and then you got Kentucky coming in and then Tennessee. If you can win two out of these next three series, mm-hmm. South Carolina, Kentucky, Tennessee, and then, then you get Alabama. Mm-hmm. And then you finish it up with Florida and Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you can win two out of the next three, Mm -hmm. take care of Alabama like you should, and get a split in the next two, you've set yourself up really, really, really good to be a national seed and a high one at that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what you do in Hoover.
2: I agree entirely, and I'm going to tell you, this 11 and one record, this is the turning point and the key right here. If South Carolina gets the series, um, that's going to be a telltale deal. And not only that, I'll play devil's advocate here. If South Carolina somehow pulls off a miracle uh, sweep, um, to take the lead, man, oh man um south carolina is going to be on cloud nine now do i think that's going to happen no but for south carolina to be even in the the conversation of being able to take sole possession of the east is remarkable for that team um and i agree vanderbilt i did not expect them to be as dominant as they have been this year um especially in sec competition you said it yourself. At the beginning of the year, they looked very shaky at bat um, with non-conference. And then it's like SEC happened and a light bulb went on.
4: <laughs>
2: off. And lights on off switch. Um, but my Lord, uh, hello, Vanderbilt. And so, yeah. you know, I, yeah, I agree. Um, they could be sitting very, very pretty when it comes to seating. But this is this this weekend series, I think is the they're sitting at a crossroad here. If this goes yep. south, it could turn into a very bad slipping quick. slup, you know, sliding down a mud hill for Vanderbilt because if you lose a series at South Carolina, then you have a little bit of um, of uh, you know nerves, whatever you want to call it uh rubbing off from that game go to kentucky uh or wherever they go next after south carolina um you know and start slipping up some games here and there man i mean it could it could is game of baseball is is inches and they, they'd be playing with fire so they have to have to be on their a game against south carolina
0: yeah. For sure. carter no. holton is the key to that
1: yeah you, you, you read my mind <laughs> because there's some whispers that, mm. you know, he did miss his start against Missouri. Mm-hmm. We went with a bullpen day that day, lucky enough to get a win, but it affected game two and the way we had to use the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have some arms available for game two that we normally do. But you go into game three, you got Devin Futrell sitting there that, you know, he's the only pitcher in the SEC that's had back-to-back seven-inning outings without giving up a run. Mm -hmm. Paul Skeens hasn't done that.
3: Mm -mm. Mm -mm.
1: But, you know, the word on Holton missing the start was he had some soreness Mm -hmm. and it was a load management deal that they wanted to give him a weekend off. Hmm. And there's some whispers and not to raise any red flags that he's injured or anything of that nature, but there are some people that are of the mindset that he might not pitch against South Carolina.
2: would be a major loss.
1: And if he doesn't pitch, I have to give South Carolina the edge there. Hmm. Sure. But if he does, you know, I, I, I'll tip it to Vanderbilt because yeah. you know Will Sanders is Will Sanders. But yep. what are you gonna, what are you going to get from him? Are you going to get the LSU Will Sanders, or are you going to get the Will Sanders that struggled a little bit before that and uh, had been moved out of the moved down in the rotation a little bit mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. gotten a couple of days where he come out of the pen? Which Will Sanders are you getting? Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Is Noah? Do you know if Noah Hall's back or not this weekend?
1: uh i thought i saw something that he's not going to be available
0: oof but i mean losing him for south carolina is the equivalent of vandy you know home. right yeah Man. but
1: but you, you Makes it be, interesting. if if you're vanderbilt you feel good about having the best sunday starter in the sec right now mm. i don't think mm-hmm. i don't think there's any debate about that devin Futrell is just week after week after week, he's just closing the door on teams.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Does that equate to him being the ace of the stat? I don't think so. But, but, you know, if you're locking down a Sunday game, that's that's one win every week right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, do you, do you think that Corbin might actually bump him up to be like the Friday guy for now? Or do you I mean, let him ride what he's doing?
1: I think you have to let him ride what he's doing because, you know, this isn't this isn't twenty twenty two where he can take a week off and then come right. in on a Friday night, right? Which is what he did last year with Arkansas.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He'd been winning all; he'd been undefeated in midweeks. So he got a Wednesday off and came in and started on a fr- started the Friday night game. Yep, mm-hmm. and actually got a win. I think it was, I think he beat Jackson Wiggins.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, on a Friday night, mm-hmm. but you don't have that luxury this year. And if you start Mm-mm. him on, if you start him on Friday this week, now you're talking about him going on a short rest mm-hmm. because he just pitched on Saturday. Yep. So, you know, hopefully Holton will pitch and everything will be fine and sure. there won't be any issues so
2: yeah yeah we we want to see <clears throat> excuse me we want to see the best of the best um, absolutely you know yeah. in any series we we do um and we watch so um well y'all want to y'all want to pick the series <laughs> i'm gonna pick we'll pick, our, pick our series since we're all we'll sec it. guys you know hey we're all about baseball around the the country but we are in the sec so Might as well. Which one do you want to start with?
0: Well, we can go a low-tier game. Let's do LSU-Kentucky because, honestly, that is a lower-tier game now, unfortunately. Um, So, to give some some tea on this game, Mm. um, so Garrett Edwards, as you all saw, he came out with an injury last weekend. Um, He's being examined more. I I believe he had actually – I think he was getting looked at yesterday, and I think he's getting looked at again today. And Jay Johnson didn't really have a big update last night on him. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, but everything is pointing to him just being out for a few weeks and then coming back. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. hoping that's the case. Um, Some bigger news, though, that came out for LSU last night is that left handed uh, pitcher Javon Coleman. He is coming. He is going to be pitching here pretty soon. And I'm very happy to hear that. I expect him probably to pitch a midweek or something just to kind of get going. But, right. you know, a lot of people probably don't recognize the name, but he, he was uh, his freshman year, he was lights out. He's mm-hmm. a very good left handed arm. And, I mean, he's a guy that could be a difference maker for us. Um, one thing that Jay Johnson did say in his uh, press uh, uh, meeting last night was that, um, drawing a blank here, um, oh, what's the kids'? How am I forgetting the kid's name right now? All right, what's our that that fresh uh Griffin Herring? Yes. Sorry. There you go. Um, okay. you know, he was lights out against Tennessee, he was lights out against South Carolina, he he's yeah. been doing really good for us. Yeah. Hey, special guest on the show. I love it. Uh, special guest <laughs> Satan
1: decided <laughs> um, to make an appearance. <laughs> <Satan>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so Jay did say that what they're trying to do with him right now is um, build his pitching, his numbers up, because mm-hmm. um, you know against Tennessee he threw thirty pitches last weekend. Right. He he felt he could ramp him up to fifty pitches, and that's what he yeah. did. So he said, "Will he be a starter? Yes, but when he's still they're just trying to just get him comfortable, or they you know they could let him go you know five six innings." So right um. With that said, I have no idea who's starting for us on Sunday. Um, Christian Little pitched tonight, and mm-hmm. mainly I'm assuming that's just because he didn't get the pitch over the weekend, mm-hmm. and they actually threw a lot of our um, a lot of our bullpen guys that were going to pitch on Sunday pitched tonight. And uh, mm-hmm. LSU ended up winning that game. Uh, I believe I believe it was eleven to 4, 11 to five, something like that. But uh, right. Christian may still get the start on Sunday. Um, I think LSU is going to win two games for sure. I would really like to say a sweep. But the big kicker in this, though, is the weather's not looking too hot down in Baton Rouge this weekend. And Thursday game will be no problem. Friday game, we're looking at some rain. Saturday, we're looking at thunderstorms. So, Mm -hmm. no idea what the plan's going to be on that. Would not be surprised to see maybe a doubleheader on Thursday and a move up on Friday. Uh, at least I hope they plan accordingly for that because you can't afford to have two uh, canceled conference games. There's just no, no, yeah. no. You just can't do that. So mm-hmm. I am gonna, but yeah, I'm gonna ride with my Tigers. Who y'all got? Uh, I,
2: I've, yeah, I've, this, this was such an anticipated matchup coming on early in the year, and now it's like, eh, are we gonna see Kentucky? the way that they've been, or they're going to drop off like they have been. So, uh, I, 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 I say LSU takes a sweep. That's what I say. I think it's, your, right, Chris, I think it's finally the time that LSU takes a sweep. Let me have it,
0: Chris. <laughs>
1: so I'm going to talk this one out. Mm. <laughs> Paul Skeens wins game one. Uh, Kentucky can hit the ball
3: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and they have speed mm-hmm. and if you can base hit LSU to death and get some speed on the base paths the best defensive catcher at LSU isn't starting mm. you may get that this week because of the type of play that Kentucky is but if they don't you could run into problems Hmm. With Kentucky playing small ball and using that speed on the base base path, uh, I do think Kentucky gets at least one win. But I have to, I have to go. LSU wins the series.
0: You know, speaking on our catcher. To be fair, he is only 17 years old and should be a high school senior right now. <laughs> and the fact that he's starting over Malazo is absolutely ridiculous and crazy. But I mean, he's. He's held his own. I mean, he really has, mm-hmm. but Milazzo mm-hmm. is definitely the overall polish catcher.
1: Mm-hmm. But I don't know that he's faced the kind of speed and offensive style that Kentucky presents.
0: Oh, for sure. No, no, not all. Yeah, because all they do is run the bases.
1: So uh, that's going to that's gonna be a fun one to watch. Can Kentucky sure. score enough runs playing small ball? to keep up with the LSU. I think they get one win, but I, I gotta go LSU uh winning yep. the series.
0: Yeah. Let's see. Who's uh who's a Missouri guy this weekend?
1: Missouri is at Texas A and M.
0: Okay. That's what okay. Yeah mm. that mm. I like riding yeah, the train of Missouri but man I got faith in Texas A and M. Yeah. I, I I really do. I think mm. I think I think A&M could sweep. I really do, and I would not be surprised if they do. But mm-hmm. I'm going to give Missouri a benefit of the doubt there. If they can, mm-hmm. if they can win one game against Vanderbilt, they can definitely mm-hmm. win one against Texas A&M. No mm. question about it. So I will take A&M, play. but I'll go two or three.
2: Wow. Okay. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to say Missouri goes two out of three. Um, okay. Okay. I think I think Missouri bounces back. I think they get back on the on the horse because I know they've had some some rocky rockiness here recently. But um, I think they uh, pull up their bootstraps and they take two out of three from Texas. I England. hope
0: you're right. I
2: really do.
1: I'm going Missouri two out of three. Um, nice. I do know that. Uh, South Carolina went through a stretch where they lost four pitchers in four games. They did get Lunsford back. He was their game two starter against us. Uh, got the win, and that well, I don't know if he got the win or not. But he pitched. They he pitched really well against us. Handcuffed us for the most part. Uh, they're starting to get some of those uh, pitchers back. And their pitching, staff, their pitching staff is as good as it, you know, I'm not going to say they're on the level of Tennessee or of Vanderbilt or, you know, but they are legit pitching staff. Mm-hmm. And Texas A&M just hasn't shown me anything this year to to make me say that they're better than Missouri. Mm. So I'm taking Missouri two out of three.
0: <clears throat> I hope you guys are right. <laughs> um and then
1: and, we got- and I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to take that one a step farther and I'm going to put a smile on, uh, the real hog fans face. Let's do it. Dylan Leach is going to have a coming out party against Texas A&M. Oh,
0: there you go. Hmm. And then let's see who else we got. Who's, who's Florida got this weekend?
1: Georgia at Florida, and I've already called it Florida with the sweep. And if they don't sweep, something has gone terribly wrong for Florida.
0: Mm. Hmm. You know, really thinking about it, I don't. I can't. I can't pick a sweep on that one. Only because I feel like Georgia's momentum is there, taking the two or three from Kentucky the other day with where Kentucky was going into that series, I feel like that was a huge confidence boost and yeah. Georgia proved that they can play.
4: Mm-hmm. I
0: think that, I think they're going to get Florida, their money's worth. I think, I think Florida wins a series, but I don't think it's going to be a, a domination in any way whatsoever.
2: I think Florida takes a series and I think the first game is going to be a blowout. Florida is going to dominate Georgia, but I think Georgia is going to take one um, and it's going to be clo- The other two games are going to be close. Um, sure. uh, I think it's going to be, um, not a, not a, not an extremely competitive series, but Georgia holds their own and shows that they do have what it takes to compete in the SEC. So,
0: you know, one thing to think about too, is, uh, two weeks ago, Sproat had a horrible performance last Mm -hmm. week. Cags had a bad performance. Is it Waldrop's turn? Maybe. So you should never know. Mm hmm. And then old Vanderbilt in South Carolina, Oof. That's
2: mm-hmm. going to
0: be I, that's going to be a slugfest. That, I think be. it really is.
2: Yes. Yep. It's it's going to come down to which pitching staff has bigger cojones. <laughs> For sure. Uh, the, I mean, how are you going to keep two 15 home run guys from cranking them? And uh, you can only do so much with a baseball to keep it out of the zone. Sure. Um, eventually they're going to get looks and uh, it's, it's going to be this. They're going to have to really push each other. Both of those teams need to push mm. each other pitching wise.
1: Well, one, one thing I do know is that uh, Gavin Cassis does struggle against left-handed pitching, mm. which if you watch Vanderbilt, they are left-handed heavy. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the South Carolina lineup, uh, they they kind of like left-handers.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: that's it, it's an extreme righty lineup that South Carolina brings in. Mm-hmm. So you know, if Holton if Holton pitches Vanderbilt wins two out of three. If he doesn't pitch, South Carolina takes two out of three.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah, I I've, I forgot to pick. Vandy takes two out of three. <laughs>
0: You know what? I haven't picked one yet. Give me a broom. Vanderbilt sweeps this thing.
4: I don't care. I
0: don't care who's on the mound. Golly. I'm I'm bitter at South Carolina right now. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) You're putting the onus on us.
0: (laughs) Nah. Yeah. And then
1: two other ones. We're, we're going to save one for last. Mm-hmm. Let's go Auburn and Alabama, and I'm calling it now Auburn wins that series.
2: I agree. I think Auburn has shown much more, uh, much more prowess than Alabama has, and I think they take two out of three.
0: Well, boys, I hate to disagree with you, but <laughs> I, I think Alabama... They should lose this series, one hundred percent should lose it. Mm. But I really think, I God, this is gonna sound cheesy, but I think they're gonna show their heart, and I think that they're gonna oh, actually. Um, they are. And I think. I think they're gonna yeah. end up taking. I think they're gonna oh. take two or three from Auburn, and I think it, they're gonna, you know, give some people some hope again, hmm. even though it's gonna it's gonna come crashing down. But uh, Auburn is so inconsistent. So I just. Yeah, I mean, hell, they both
2: are. That's what I was going to say. They both are.
3: I mean,
1: <laughs> I, I, I want to say it. Uh, if I get some Alabama uh, side swipes, so be it. Butch Thompson's <laughs> a better coach than uh, Bohannon. Ooh. Hands down, day in, day oh, out. Oh, God,
0: yeah. God, yes. Bohannon's yeah. a clown.
1: Auburn, well, wins a, Auburn wins a series. Obviously, a with team. woo yeah. woo. <laughs> yeah, that
2: that's that's clowning. I mean, you got to have more more couth than that, bro. All
0: right, and not. I don't like to hate on people's performance. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. I had so I had to. Yeah.
0: Have you guys ever seen his um like his picture on the university website? No, that man! I kid you not. You could park a car between his front
1: teeth. <laughs> Out! <laughs>
0: I'm sneakers. serious.
1: Daymakers.
0: Wait, wait a minute. Uh, uh, mean, is
2: a compact sedan, or are we talking about a limousine? Or are we talking about like a minivan? I'm talking suburban...
0: about. A, I'm talking about a Hummer. Let's get oh a Hummer. My Lord. Oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> I see. With, I'm gonna try to find it.
1: Cody coming with the heat on that one. Oh
2: my lord, that poor man. I mean, it's. I'm he's gonna probably got. He's probably gotten you. all kinds of stuff. bucktooth, tooth, Billy, just all kinds of. Let's see. Yeah, there. Oh
0: my lord. <laughs> man, wow. I saw. I saw. So the other day when uh you and you are doing the show, I saw. All right, I went online and looked. I just looked this picture because I was going to do a funny Photoshop and I saw it and I was like, oh, I can't even shop.
2: (laughs) No, the picture picture speaks for itself. (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. That makes it even better that he mocked Arkansas because the Arkansas fans that were sitting close enough could see that big old shiner right in between. (laughs) Like, oh, shut up, you buck toothed fool. (laughs)
3: That's great. I love it.
2: I love it. So,
1: how how about. the matchup of the two most recent College World Series winners, Ole Miss at Mississippi State in Duty Noble. Give me the Bulldogs,
2: dude. Yeah, I, I say. I say. Unfortunately, I think Mississippi State takes series. Um, they'll split it and they'll uh, win a rubber match.
0: This is gonna sound crazy, but I think Girangelo is gonna end up hitting like twenty batters in the game. Um, the dude hits he he hits somebody like every other bat it seems like Mm -hmm. but uh, I think Ole Miss is going to sweep them I really do I got no faith in State
2: I have no faith in Ole Miss
0: I don't I mean it's hard but golly I think State is really really bad
2: I mean worse than Ole Miss yeah so I don't know though we'll see
1: just, just because I know it's a thing for Mississippi State fans, I think one of the games will come down to Mississippi State winning eleven to seven.
3: Mm. <laughs>
1: and if you recognize the numbers, you know where mm. I went with that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, oh, man. are we ready? <laughs> Was that a juice box,
0: Bruh.
3: It's
2: a yes, a Capri on, Sun.
0: Look at that! <laughs> come on now. Nice. nice i love Capri Suns. my kids they they got a fridge full of them and i'm I, late <laughs> nights that's my drink
2: <laughs> uh tell me your dad without telling me you're a dad
0: exactly <laughs> it's 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 alcohol to me because i don't i don't mm. drink so this that is oh. my that's my go-to
2: nice
1: i don't drink either and matter of fact last thursday april 6th was my four-year anniversary of being sober
2: Hey, Congrats on, right on right that,
0: up. by the way. That is seriously awesome. Seriously awesome. Awesome.
1: Although some of my sports takes, you might wonder about that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Propeller head, you know. Hey. <laughs> love it.
1: So, are we ready for the big one?
2: I guess. Oh yeah. Hit me on it. Hmm.
1: Randy Jowers is gonna love me.
2: Yeah, buddy. I, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want him to sit here and watch this.
1: I promise, Randy Jowers is going to love me. Somebody oh. tag Randy Jowers in the comment. Oh God! Because Randy, Randy,
0: Randy, Randy.
1: The last he's got to be watching. The last two weeks, mm. I've taken Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I said they take two out of three against uh, LSU. Didn't happen. I said there's no way Florida comes in and then, to Lindsey Nelson stadium and take wins that series I took <laughs> Tennessee to win that series. Well, I don't know the way they play baseball. I have <laughs> to go with Arkansas in that series.
2: Great. You've just doomed me. Thanks.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> so rant. Randy's going to love me. I picked them to win the last two series and they've lost. So I, I'm laying off the Tennessee and, uh, I got to go Arkansas on that one.
0: You know the series it's it's actually it's closer than you know a lot of people would think when you look at both their conference records and overall mm-hmm. records you're like oh Arkansas all day. Mm-hmm. You know I yeah. I feel like this is the series where Tennessee has no choice but to go 110%. Mm-hmm. They don't have an option. If they slip up in any way whatsoever Arkansas is going to capitalize. Their defense has to get better. They have a ton of errors on the year. You know, as much as I want to say, oh, I believe Tennessee is going to do, no. I think Arkansas is going to take them to the woodshed. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think, but I don't think the score is going to show it taken to the woodshed. Mm-hmm. But I think the pitching is going to dominate, and I think their bats are going to be able to do just enough to coast by. And I'm going to take mm-hmm. Arkansas with the sweep. With I think they're going all three. Oh, uh, dude. Yes.
1: Ah,
2: okay, y'all are making yeah. me nervous. Okay. Y'all are making it, me nervous. It,
1: it, that that calls for some uh, music. Mm. And if Does you it call, though? If, if you call in Arkansas to sweep Tennessee, I'm <laughs> <listening>.
2: oh gosh, <laughs> that was so loud. That was like me being in the stadium right next to the guy. Oh my goodness,
1: that was actually recorded. that is my favorite Maybe. graphic. That was yeah. actually recorded with me sitting right next to Preacher Frank.
2: <laughs> I'm sure it was because it sounded like
3: it.
1: <laughs> I was. Well, at right least next
0: his whistle isn't annoying though. This is a good whistle.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm. yeah. It's the other. You know, whistle hey, that to be fair,
2: it's ate. the it is the other whistle that everybody hates. Oh, I want y'all
0: God. to think of this too. Last time I picked Tennessee to get swept, they got swept. And I was told I was crazy. Randy, let me have it on this show when Uh, I picked Missouri to sweep Tennessee. That's true. But you know what? That's true. It happened. And I I just (laughs) – man, Arkansas is a great team. They really are. They're the best. Even after playing South Carolina, Arkansas top to bottom is the best team LSU has played so far this year. And I would would not want to meet them in the postseason, just to Mm. be perfectly honest.
1: Now, just talking about teams in the postseason – Tennessee writes the ship.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that a number two seed that you want to see in your region?
0: Hell no. no not a no. chance. No. If one they figure out how pitch- to hit.
2: No. Absolutely. And knowing
1: not. what their pitchers are capable of. Yeah. That's no. not a team I want to see in my region. Period. No,
2: nope. Yeah.
1: nope. Nope. But as I said, if they write, they've got to write the ship.
0: Mm-hmm. And they can't they can't afford to give up as many free passes as they've been giving up the last few weeks too. No. That pitching, as good as it is, it has been very flawed the last three weeks, and that's something that they're really, really, really going to have to fix fast. Well,
1: to to be fair, Wander did match schemes pitch for pitch.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He did. He did. Mm-hmm.
1: Drew Beam. Did his thing on Sunday that he normally does.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So has their pitching really been that bad? Uh,
0: well, it's not no, that it's been it, bad. It's just really the free passes. I mean, there's been a yeah. lot of waltz, a lot of hit by pitches, and that's it's just, but it's just been recently, really. Like yeah. something has just happened, and I don't know. Their stuff has just not been like on like it usually is, and it's weird to see. Now, if they're on this weekend, this series could be totally different. But I well, I can't I I don't see it happening.
2: Unfortunately. All right, I got butterflies in my stomach here because I'm, <laughs> I'm all hogs. But man, this just feels like ah, it feels icky. Um. All right, so I'll I'll start with this. Uh, like I said earlier, it's going to be Dolander versus Holland. We know that. Friday I guess they start Friday Friday matchup um and it's gonna be who's gonna break first um we saw dolander falter just to, just enough to let LSU get in there but that's because LSU has been hitting anybody and everybody um my only thing is if dolander comes out there, and does his thing and we don't have enough bats of course we know what the outcome is going to be but it but we're going to have to be and i say we is this right here we're going to have to be um on our a game when it comes up to the plate if we take game one versus dolander ah, it's going to be a game of bullpens and we have been hitting good stride in the bullpen with some true freshmen. Um, you'll get Hagan Smith on Saturday. Um, and those two pitchers back to back Friday and Saturday are both really hard to hit on Hagan um, has been going further and further. I think he pitched six and a, six and a third, I think, Um so, something like that I think that when uh, they played against Old Miss and if he goes that far in game two, I, I think the bats for Arkansas will be just enough to take the series. Um, uh, man, is it gonna be tough and it, and you're right. Um, if if there's ever a trap game for Arkansas and a trap series, it is a five and seven Tennessee squad with pretty much nothing to lose. Other than their pride coming in. And and not only that, you've got the Van Horn versus Tony Vitello aspect of this. And there'll be some chirping and there'll be some jawing back and forth. And the biggest bet is, I wonder what Vegas has on this. Is Tony Vitello going to get thrown out of the game on
1: one of these games? Um, So every Sunday night, there's there's a talk on uh, a space on Twitter. Yeah, and that topic was actually brought up this week. Yeah, uh, matter of fact, I'm the one that brought it up. I said, "Right, does Tony Vitello do something to get his team, get himself tossed mm-hmm. to fire up his guys?" Because mm-hmm. we know how that happens. We know what happens.
2: I call that the Calipari effect. By the way, we we also know <laughs> that
1: if Arkansas's players start chirping at Tennessee players. We also know what that does. Yep. That ignites a fuse. Yes. So, Arkansas, you've got to go out there and play your game and just let your play do the talking.
3: Yeah,
2: you have to be like Missouri because we saw that with Missouri. You, Missouri you did not yeah. let this get to them. They didn't They didn't acknowledge it. They didn't get involved with it. They went out there and played their game, and that's mm-hmm. what Arkansas is going to have to do.
1: And, and Arkansas can't get into, you know, the antics like they did with Oklahoma State last year in, re, in the region. Right. Where where it was going back and forth the whole game. Mm-hmm. Arkansas cannot do that. Mm-mm. But the topic of Tony getting ejected, uh, it was interesting that uh again Randy is the one that uh, pointed it out, that mm-hmm. before the season started, Vitello said he wanted to dial that back. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, he's done that to a degree this year.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At
1: LSU, he started to come out, and he stopped himself and just right, walked in front of the dugout, mm-hmm. walked down to the end of the dugout and back instead of going out on the field chirping.
2: Yeah, he's trying.
1: As Randy said, you know, him dialing the back, that's not Tony.
3: Mm-mm.
1: That's not how his team thrives. He wants to see him dial it back up again. Ooh. And is this the series where he does that?
2: He might, because, I mean, he is a Van Horn protege, and he comes from that side of things. So is he going to try to buck up and say, hey, you know, here, here's the deal, daddy-o. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. But Arkansas is going to have to play their game. And with all of that being said, if Arkansas's bullpen can do what they did with Ole Miss and do just enough and keep, you know, using guys that we normally wouldn't see, um, you know, got to give hats off to the true freshman out of Jonesboro, man. To come out and give up some hits but zero runs in the ninth to get that series win as a true freshman is – that's that's remarkable. Um I can't think of his name right off the top of my head, but I can't keep up with all the players. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I hate picking this game, but I will take Arkansas two out of three. Um, they are at home; that is going to be a factor. I I feel because there's not going to be a seat in that stadium. There's not going to be a cooler left to sit on in um uh the bull uh bullpen. Um, whatever it is, the hog pin. Um, I mean, it's going to be packed out as packed out can get because why? Cause Arkansas fans don't really like Tennessee and they're going to show up and they're going to show out. And you know, it, it, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a very electric environment. And I think the, the, the consensus is I haven't checked the weather, but I think the weather is supposed to be good. Um, if the weather's good, man, it's going to be one heck of a series. Um. Oh yeah, I, I I take I, I will reluctantly because I don't want to shoot myself in the foot, but I will take Arkansas two out of three to take the series and. Whew, hope I I'm right.
1: I think I think Cody saw me do something.
0: Oh yeah. If you <laughs> <Do> if, <it. laughs>
1: if you see this this weekend, mm-hmm. it's been a good weekend for Arkansas
2: you see what <laughs> oh yes somebody go out.
3: <laughs> listen man, yeah, man.
2: <laughs> I know everybody thinks Arkansas is so country and they're just you know whatever. look that man right there is a legend and I promise you I am not going to go up on top of a raccoon and, and pull him up with my bare hands sorry uh, that I guy was, just happened to be <laughs> in the right place at the right time so
1: I, w- I was listening you know who you were playing when he caught that?
2: I can't remember. Huh?
1: That was the Friday night game against Vanderbilt.
2: Yeah, that's right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was listening on the radio because I was at my mom's house. I had my earbuds in listening to the game. And, not, and our uh, play-by-play guy said, oh, there's some commotion in the stand. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. And then he says, oh, I think this guy has caught a coon with his hands. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't wait till I got home to see the picture of it. I'm glad somebody snapped that picture.
2: I was listening to it on the radio as well. And Phil Elson, he does a remarkable job with reporting for the race packs. I will never forget. He said uh he said something about I think somebody's just caught a raccoon. Wait a minute. Is that a hog fan? Get him up here. We need to get this guy on the air. And it was it was just it was great. And so then it became a big national deal so um but yeah i i think i think this weekend's probably going to be one of the most electric atmospheres the weather's supposed to be beautiful and ball marker with beautiful weather there's going to be a ton of people there um so yeah it's going to be good it's going to be really really good oh there we have another special guest <laughs> oh yeah i don't have a cat i have two dogs and they can't fit on my lap i'm well, not you. calling them in here
0: that's <laughs> yeah, those socks.
4: Hmm.
1: Socks,
0: okay. So oh, she's got so, socks on. There. <laughs> so
1: my my cat's name is Mina. Mina, okay. As in mean a snake.
3: <laughs>
1: and one of my buddies is an LSU fan. We were on a group chat one night, and she mm. got up she got up on my lap and stuck looked at the computer and he said, Oh my God, what is that? A Satan cat? <laughs> it's it stuck.
0: Love it. Love so. it. So her actual name is baby socks because she likes to be held like a baby. huh so, yeah. She's looking. Then around we got like, a white cat.
1: She's looking around like, dad, what are you doing to me?
0: I don't want to be yeah, on she here. Ain't liking it. <laughs> yeah, she, she's not liking it right now. The, yeah. uh, our other cat, solid white. Her name's Katniss, after that character from The Hunger Games. Yeah. These cats were named, when before I got in my marriage, so I had mm. no say. In it.
1: Fair Man, fair enough.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> what yeah.
1: a show, I, gentlemen! We have gone Absolutely. completely off the rails here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Love it. Well.
1: Wait a minute. I guess with
0: all that being, wait, did we get our pick from everybody? Yeah,
1: Yeah, we got all of our picks. Okay. I just wanted to give one last parting shot. Oh, you do on UCF and and the illegal bats. Mm.
3: Mm Hmm.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Come on, man.
0: Come on, man. You know, you know, thinking about it, actually, what they really – this will be the last thing i say, I promise. Uh, what they should really do is when illegal bats pop up, either the conference or the NCAA steps in, takes away every single bat that they have, discard them, get rid of them, make them get new bats, be checked, and have to have their bats checked every weekend.
1: Well, the SEC does that, though.
0: Exactly, and that's why the SEC is the SEC.
1: But you still have teams coming out here with bats without stickers.
3: Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: I mean, it's a sore subject for some people, but, you know, it happens. Yeah. There's got to be – you can't take the entire bat collection away because that becomes a money issue. Mm. Sure. And a lot – and, you know, sans the SEC, I don't think that enough programs make enough profit to do mm-hmm. something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, But. If we continue to grow the game. And get mm-hmm. the fans involved. And do mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. You know. Eventually it could come to that.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And, and speaking of grow the game. I like to throw this out here every week. You know. I am going to pump. Other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Because. We're all in this for one thing, and that's to yep. grow the game. Absolutely. So if you mm-hmm. can ever catch in off the bench with uh, Randy Jowers, Jim Cross, and Daniel Baugh, those guys put out a remarkable product. They bring players in. They interview players. They get the players' stories. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the One of the most recent ones was Drew Bean. hmm and the story of his purple glove, his lavender mm-hmm. glove,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and what a story that he helped raise his little sibling,
3: mm-hmm.
1: at, because of medical issues. And the the yeah. lavender represents her medical issues. Wow! You know, it's stories like that that make this game that we all love so great. Yep. So. You know, if you ever catch in off the bench, in off the bench, they do a fabulous job. We love having Randy on here whenever he can join. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we love sharing material from other sites like D1 Baseball and Eleven Point Seven, and you know, College Baseball Nation. We'll probably share some of their stuff. They do, they do some incredible graphics as well. Uh, College Baseball Central got instagram and youtube and everything going on so we're all in this to grow the game yep and you know sometimes we get off the rails but hey we're human we do that sometimes so what do you got what do you got for us uh mr cody
0: well i think you've got said it all right there um (laughs) You know, I definitely want to thank everybody for watching tonight. Uh, it's definitely been a great show. Um, yep. You know, again, we would definitely like to send our condolences to everybody involved up in Louisville. It's a terrible yes. situation. Um, this weekend, I really hope that we have some epic baseball, some definitely some great matchups, mm-hmm. chance for some teams to pull away. Um, I did just check before my phone died and USC and um, – Cal State Fullerton, they're tied at zero in the fifth, and it's a it's a pitcher's duel right now.
4: Mm.
0: And, uh, so it's and 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 I, and I I love West Coast baseball when it's a pitcher's duel. It's always just so so fun to watch. Um, I'm actually probably going to turn it on here after we get off this, just because I want to see how it turns out. Mm. Um, I guess I'll 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 leave uh, end with this. Southeastern Louisiana still leaves the country in hit by pitch with eighty three. <laughs> wow!
2: yeah incredible uh, numbers yeah just thank you guys so much for tuning in um you know without without your guys's comments it's just us three talking to ourselves so we always appreciate it and uh yeah it's uh it's awesome so i guess same bat time same bat channel as they say
1: and uh yeah. and don't don't forget to go like and subscribe to our youtube channel
0: Mm-hmm. And Dang,
1: there follow follow us on twitter i'm uh sbs underscore vanderbilt
3: mm-hmm. uh,
1: you want to you want to give out your twitter handle
2: yeah i'm a, at the real hog fan you can find me on twitter um anything arkansas related
0: i am oh, at gbp underscore tiger king yeah. um and I've actually been more active on Twitter lately than I ever have been before a lot of South Carolina fans uh, and I were having some uh, back and forth and it was fun they had no idea I was an LSU fan so that Mm. made it even funnier Um, but yeah it's awesome
1: we're going to have to get you on this uh, space on Sunday nights. I'm just saying yeah
0: I want to jump in on one of those for sure yeah I know
2: Randy keeps saying stuff and I'm like excuse me I would like to know this (laughs) I'd like
0: to.
1: I'd like
2: to. See I just
0: his. want to hear Randy talk some smack. Yes. I just want to hear it. uh, yes. It's it, it's a
1: glorious thing. I'd love it. <laughs>
0: it's awesome. So. All right, everybody. Well, hey, we appreciate you all tuning in, and we will see you at the this time next week. And hopefully, we won't pander for almost two hours, <laughs> but. <laughs> The way these games are this weekend, there might be a lot to talk about. So thanks for tuning in and we will see you next week.